Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The World Series matchup is set. The Dodgers beat the Braves and will be facing the Rays. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We thank you very much for joining us today as we recap a wild Game 7 in the NLCS and preview a little bit of the World Series matchup. We have, we're coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios in the Bronx. That's rsvlts.com slash John Boy. Get yourself some shirts. Jake's Roosevelt's out right now. Got the shirt on, got the hat on. Trev, he's in Roosevelt's West. Ooh. Mm. I didn't even realize that was what that sweatshirt was until you popped it up. Nice John Boy Media uh, sweatshirt. Bug Bug Dude talking Giants, celebrating mm. their first victory of the season. And mm. uh, we are ready to talk some baseball. How are you guys feeling? Jake, how are you? I'm good, James. The World Series is set. Dodgers Rays. Uh, good CSs. Both went to seven. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of conspiracy theories. Oh, fix wasn't. But uh, I don't know. Good. Both game sevens were good baseball. Guys went out there and won it. I I do think uh, you know, the city of Atlanta slash the state of Georgia, sports wise, is in a little bit of a tough streak. Uh, I do I do think that'll change coming soon. Good for the Dodgers, man. I mean, think about where we were a few episodes ago. You know, blow up the team, and you you got to do something. Is Dave Roberts fired? He goes out on stage after during the celebration and says it's our year and stuff, which, again, you got to say that. But <laughs> He didn't just say it's our year. He said it twice. Twice. Uh, it's our year. It's our year. Uh, it's our year. He said it like he was like <laughs> trying like to convince someone himself. robbed him, like robbed like, uh, you know, the milk from his store. Yeah. Like, That's our milk. Yeah. It's our milk. That's how they feel. That's how they feel about Houston. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't like. Excited. It came from a weird place. Came from I know weird, what you're saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Like it's it was, like you guys it wasn't fucking like believe he, me this time. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't like he was overcome with excitement. It was just like, yeah, yeah. This is what I've been telling you. So uh excited for the Dodgers. Great game. And let's be honest, I think we're kind of juiced up to get down to A Town for the World Series. We're doing that uh towards the end of the week and we'll uh we'll preview that. And Braves, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Uh Trev, anything anything for them? The Braves fans? Sure. I got a I lot for Braves they, fans. Yeah, they got a lot of sympathy last night on Twitter, and I think it's deserved. Um, I, They have a core. They have guys. They have young starting pitching that's controllable. I mean, they have everything you need to be in the hunt for a long time. So it stings right now. But, like, you know, the old cliche is only one team is happy at the end of the season. So it's Ooh. not going to be your year every year. Um, but if the Braves I had need to be very happy with how everything went this year, if the Braves had Soroka, Soroka, Hamels, and they lost, I wouldn't be sympathetic, I guess, in the way. And I wouldn't be mean, but like, dude, you guys just fucking had Bryce Wilson start a game and yeah. Ian Anderson. Dude, let me tell you like, something. Pache looks like fucking Acuna. Your guy. Like, he looks that good at the plate. So. Yeah, I don't know what his pedigree is. I know he's a 
pretty mm. big prospect. I don't know what they expect of the kid, but when I'm watching him take at bats in those big games, in the big situations, he looks fucking good, dude. Yeah. And defensively, he looks good. Like, if they got another guy like an Albies or Acuna and they can lock him up and, like, they have a great, great young core. Yeah, that so, being said, fighting. though, that being said, and Norm in our patron chat said, nicely said, Jimmy, and close your ears, Norm. That being said, 2017 Yankees had very similar vibes with Severino and Judge and Gary with Glaber and Andujar and the Wings and and all this shit, and nothing has come to fruition since then. Wow. Don't bring your negative wow. Yankees. It's more like, into it's no, no, I'm just that. getting to the you World Series. You guys never had the pitching, dude. Yeah, I know. Well, Severi, Sevy was supposed to be that Sevy's guy. Sevy's good. And then in, and Tanaka was good until this posting. Anyway, what I'm saying is getting the World Series is hard. The fact that Dodgers have now done it again is crazy. They're really good. They're really good. And, yeah, I guess we're doing a little uh, a little Bra- Braves eulogy to start. You're right, yeah. Trev. I mean, Pache, dude, uh, top 12 prospect heading into the season. He's 21 if, if he's the truth. Um, going to be interesting to see what they do with Ozuna They gave him the one year contract Which was kind of a raise the eyebrow And then he goes out and almost triple crowns it So I, I wonder if they keep him part of the core But the other thing is This Braves team kind of knew they were a year or two away So they wanted to be flexible That's why they didn't give Ozuna a few years That's why they only gave Hamels a one year contract So they can really take this to another level Whether it's a big free agent they've been waiting for Or whatever um, And yeah I think, I think it's kind of baby steps They went to game Five with the Cardinals last year They went to game seven with the Dodgers this year um, They'll have Soroka back You know every, every team has the one injury I feel like you know we've, we've been talking about Houston with Verlander and Jordan You know the Yankees had Seve, Canely And a few other guys so you're going to have one of those Every year but uh, yeah the, the Braves are building something and The fact it's just getting started IMO um, And they've already been pretty good for a Couple years you know if you're an NL East team I, I would be Recalculating a little bit because they they are set up. What do you do with Freddie? Cali guy, by the way, I just want to point that out. <laughs> Thank God, uh, a Southern California guy. I want to point Cousin. that out. Uh, but he's signed through next year. Yeah, lifer. Then what do you do? You got to go after him this off season, right? No, no one's. He's thirty one go- years old. I got. I, I got to be truthful here. I don't. What do, what do you do with that? You give them like another four year deal. That you you gives, make sure the, good money. You make sure the NLs coming to the DH. I know he's still sharp with the glove, but you give him six years and you say let's retire together. You, you have he's Freddie. To, he yeah he's a brave for life. Yeah yeah. All right, you have a burn. Don't let him test the open market sure though. Do. That's what I'm saying. Don't let him get out there and get they pitched. Won't. They won't. I don't think they will. They won't. Jake has That's a burn. Why you gotta do it. They but might before. sign his kid too. Yeah. Just right away. Yeah. yeah. All right. Before that. This episode of Talking Baseball is brought to you by Brandon Connell, That China Sheep, Rick Casada, Nico Gaios, Xander Francisco, John Torrey, very close to Joe Torrey, my grandpa, Jesse Broadwater, Shane Smith, and Austin Hogan. Those are our most recent patrons. Thank you very much. They get a little pregame show, a little postgame show sometimes, uh, just... Be part of the live chat with us on these episodes. We appreciate them. They appreciate us. It's a mutual thing. Uh, All right, Jake, you have a burn. Game seven, NLCS, for a chance to go to the marble dance. Chance to go to the marble dance. Go check out the Trevor Plouffe athletic article. Wow. Flex. Ad. Marble dance time. 
It's not my time. It's your time to shine, Jakey boy. It's never my time. On your mark, get set, burn, Jakey burn. NLCS Game 7 winner goes on to the World Series. The loser probably goes on a nice vacation or enjoys time with their loved ones. You know rookie sensation Zion. How about Ion Anderson? Hopes to give the Braves a positive charge versus Dustin Diamond May as the Dodgers hope their World Series dreams don't come to a screeching halt. Top one, ball eight as May starts off wild. Bear sighting, Marcel Ozuna, RBI single, one nothing. Braves, zero outs. Huge double play ball. Then the K as May survives the first. Catter day on a Sunday. Gonsolin's in. And Lieutenant Dan, ice cream, doppelganger, Dansby. A soft five tools, but a hard ten. Two nothing, Braves. Bottom three, Will Smith gets jiggy with a shift-beating RBI single. Whew, like a good kinky night out. We're tied up at two. In the fourth, he's young. He's thick. Austin Riley with the RBI single. 3-2 Braves after four. Into the sixth, Kike, do you love me? Are you riding? Dodgers utility knife. Hernandez ties it up and then get in my belly. Cody blazes one 420 as he's circling the bases high on life. It's 4-3. to three. Here's the Dodgers bullpen, their Achilles heel. How about trying in for two, Shuddy? Gratterall lockdown inning. The Dodgers and Julio down by the schoolyard. Urias goes the final three innings. How about six innings pits, zero hits by the pen. Only Braves base runner after the fourth was a walk to Albies. May to Gonsolin to Trine and to Brewstar to Urias. Dodgers win 4-3, take the series 4-3, and are going to the World Series. Trev's Dodgers. Athletic article. It's almost like the World Series is coming to them because they don't have to go anywhere. A little bit. Just got to chill. How about the 4-3 stuff? 4-3, 4 That's weird you out a little bit. 4-tree, 4-tree. I got to be honest, that was one of your better ones right Thanks, there. Thanks, Trev. Okay. What was your favorite really line? Good. Um, I like the belly blazes one four twenty, mm. and it's Ion life around the bases. I'm always down for a good weed joke. Weed. Um, Zion and Ion, I, I, the Ion Anderson thing is good for me too. Uh, just all around, you did a good job. There's a couple deep cuts in there. Uh, I went from Zion to Ion Anderson, and if any of my science folks are out there. Um, I said, Ion, give the Braves a positive charge. And if you know mm. anything about science class, Ion, so you look at Google Ion, if they're negative charge. or positive? Uh, I just, I knew it was a science term. I totally forgot what it was linked to. And you an Google. Ion can have a positive or a negative. So I was mm. rooting for positive. How about that? Dustin Diamond May, Screeching Halt. I mean, there's a couple, there's a couple. That was good. Easter eggs in there for the kids. Urias. Hearing you talk about it. Yeah. I think somebody got into Dave Roberts' ear before the game. Okay. Because if you notice who didn't pitch in the game Figuratively. Yesterday. Yeah. He didn't. No, literally, literally jumped in his ear into his brain and said, Ant-Man. Don't pitch Kershaw or Kenley Jansen. 
Oh, and there he goes. And there, there goes Trev. There he goes just, Dave Roberts. Just cut off his internet. Yep. He's like, don't, don't do it. Uh, yeah. Well, I think what Trev's saying is Kershaw didn't pitch. He didn't even get up, which is on the pregame show. I said like zero chance. He shouldn't sniff this game. And they had a plan. Uh, Dustin May gets the start after two days rest. I still don't understand like why they did that. Yeah. He gave up. Uh, uh, <laughs> he gave up. What two walks and a hit? Yeah, I mean, the first eight pitches were balls. And this was kind of what we were saying around the Kershaw thing. Like, hey, if you're going to throw a kid into this situation two days after pitching, like, honestly, you know, you almost like Kershaw there a little more. But, I mean, kudos to him a little bit. I mean, after ball eight, he gives up an RBI single. You're first and second, no outs, and you've given up a run in a do-or-die game. Uh, gets a double play ball, then the strikeout, which is huge for them. Um and I, I don't know. I, Kershaw did get he, – he started stretching when the Dodgers were down a little bit, and that would have been nervous. Uh, and Ken Lee got up at the end of the game, but uh, Urias had a really clean and quick last inning. But, yeah, it was, it was, this was good by Roberts. If you're a Dodgers fan, you got to be pretty happy. He kind of – he rode with the hot hand. I don't want to say they – they probably didn't ignore the book a little bit because I don't know what the book says about when a pitcher's going that well, but – um, you know, there had to be some talks about are we going to get Kenley in. I like what they did. Urias was cruising, so you do have Kenley up just in case it gets troublesome. But, uh, yeah, uh, good job by Roberts, and well, we don't yeah. say that a lot. He did leave Gonsolin in for t- way too long. Yeah. Like, way too long. Um, and the Braves come back and, and tie it and then take the lead because Gon- he left Gonsolin in to face everyone a second time or whatever. Uh and it, he just looked awful. And we were watching live, like, why would you let him face Ozzy here? And then he walked Ozzy, and then he walked Dansby, and then they still let him face Austin Riley. And we're like, what the hell's going on? So that was the only thing where I didn't even understand. I Like, even like even though they won the game, I still look at that and I'm like, what was he doing? You know, so whatever. That, But other than that, you know, going to uh, Gratterall and Urias, better than going to... Kelly Jansen or Trinan Gratterall Urias. Those are the three. That's not the three. Um, you know, Gratterall they just traded for. Trinan they just called up. Urias has been around. So it's like, you know, the new the new hands were the go to in game seven. It was not the same old Kershaw out of the pen or or Kenley in the ninth. You know, it was no the guys we brought in. Well, oh, they'll do it. And I know, you know, these guys didn't do as good of a job, but May May and Gonsolin, too. This was a whole new regime of pitchers, basically. Yeah. Trev, we got you back, Big Daddy? Well, I'm back. This is basically what I was talking about. I mean, like, instead of going to, you know, Old Faithful, uh, whether it was analytically driven or whether it was Dave Roberts just saying, man, I got a feeling, um, they changed things up. And I think we're going to see – I think we'll see Kenley in the World Series, obviously, and obviously we'll see Kershaw start games. But – I do believe they're going to look at this differently. Um, they know they know that the Rays are going to do their best. If they just went straight Kenley every single time they had a lead, the Rays are going to try to answer. They're going to have someone ready, probably Sasugo. Actually, he's a kind of a reverse split guy. So whatever they plan on doing, Dodgers are going to have to play some chess as well. And they're going to be good at that too because, as we've talked about many times, the Dodgers front office is just the old Rays front office. So this is like... You know, I don't know if I want to say it's, you know, the master and the protege, mm. but it's it's something like that. 
Yeah. As, as far as front offices go. It's it's that when we talk about the World Series, it's going to be funny to see both these teams like pushing buttons and kind of making the other team make a move, and it's going to be funny to see how that chess match plays out. Um, if you're the Braves. With off days, I think the Rays can go as straight up as necessary. Yeah. I mean, that, that bullpen. Um, if you're the Braves, so I mentioned the first inning, you know, you're one nothing, runners on first and second. You only get the one run. They basically do the same thing in that fourth inning. Uh, right after they take Gonsolin out, it's first and second. Trinan comes in, does actually really good job. We had the two plays at the plate. This was one of them. Um, we had the Braves and the, and the Dodgers each had one of these that were impact plays. And the other thing in Braves land uh, that we talked about a little bit, Chris Martin threw 30 bullets the night before. Looks like Napoleon Dynamite. In the loss, a little yeah. bit. Um, and then he gets clipped by Belly, which makes you raise questions. Why did you know? Why did we throw him so many bullets the game before? And then Minter is the other guy who gets touched up late for them. Who you know he set his career high in pitches two days before he was in that start where he he threw a lot. So this is kind of what we've been saying when it's you know, hey, go go try to get the wins in game five and six or do this, do that. I, I think Snit gets a little little bit of egg on his face when the two guys that end up losing the game for you laid out of your bullpen is one guy that threw a lot of bullets the night before and one guy who threw a career-high bullets two days ago. That's not a great look. It's, it's not a great look. And, you know, going back to what you're talking about in the first inning, um, May getting out of trouble in the fourth inning, we have the double play. And it comes down, and I'm going to just paint a little picture for you mm. guys here. Okay. When you're in spring training, it's pretty much the only time you work on your base running. You know, and there's always the old salty coach who's going to say this. Every single player who's ever been in spring training knows this is going this is coming at some point. Got to pay attention to detail. Base running is going to win you one game. It could be the difference in you getting to the World Series or winning a World Series or losing a World Series game, and everyone kind of rolls their eyes. Well, guess what? Came to fruition last night in this series. You can talk about game six and Ozuna getting doubled off because he couldn't tag up correctly. And then you got this double play. You got some outs at home, and truly base running came and it was a huge factor in these games. So I guarantee next spring training, guess what they're going to be pointing to? Look mm. at the Braves. They gave away outs, and they went home. They went to Cabo, and the Dodgers went to the World Series. We're going to hear that a lot, but it is, it happened. It's, so I, I love that, that these games, these playoff games, bring out the little intricacies in baseball, and we saw basically, I mean, it, it decided the game. Yeah, that play was, was huge, and, you know, I – have edited the breakdown on it, so I'm like been in the weeds with it a little more. And Dansby was rolling on contacts. So I don't know if that's his call or the coaches put that on. Trev, how how often is that like you get told you're going on contact, or is that you're they usually they usually tell you. And the thing is, is there was only one player on that side of the infield. Right? It was just Turner. Tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know if it was a full shift, but Turner was there. He could have beat Turner back to third easily. If that's yeah, he's, so he's question. over and he's able to get a big lead because he's over, but he's also in. Yeah. So it kind of negates the fact that he's over. I think the right play there is see it through the left side of the infield. Yeah, I, if he, and he could have easily beaten Turner to the bag. I don't think Turner would have even thought of him at third 
because he just would have got the sh- for sure out at first. But if he broke back right away, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. If he breaks back to third right away, or even dances that way, and shows Turner, I'm not going home. I think you know it's one out at first, and and there's still runners on the corners with only one out for the Braves. And I, I think Dansby was mentally playing the odds because, like we're saying, it's Turner over there. I think if he has to take a step to his left or right, you know that play at home becomes a lot more difficult. It was right at him, uh, and Dansby but that's why was you mean. See it I know, there. I know, I know. But I, I don't, don't understand the going on contact thing there. I don't think he was supposed to go on contact. I think he saw the ball down and just made a mental mistake because there's no reason for you yeah. to go on contact now, when the infield is in. Austin no Riley, I don't think that was bad base running by him. He's following the play. I think it's more Turner made a fantastic play. When you see Turner fully commit to the chase there, and he Austin Riley was halfway between second and third, go. You're not, you know, guaranteed to score on second. You're not that fast. So, um, I mean, it's not fantastic base running, yeah. but I rewatch it, and, like, that play by Turner has to be perfect it's to, incredible. Get, to get it's Riley. Incredible. So so then I'm excuse Riley, and I'm like, whatever. That's fine. Tell me tell me what he did, because you said you were just in the weeds with it. Did, the correct play for him right there is as soon as Turner gets up and fires to home, He's got to just bust his ass at third base. Did he shuffle and wait a little bit, or did yeah, he? Yeah, he, right he waited it out because when they because because Dansby stopped ha- halfway. Like that's why Dansby really shouldn't have gone because he, he didn't even commit to home because no. he was dead. So when Dansby yeah. runs back to third, um, Riley he, is still trying. He knew to, he was going to get in a rundown, right? Like, yeah, like, that's why Dansby gets in the rundown so you can advance. Yes, yeah. yes. And so he should he's trying to get. Everything yeah. like second and third again. Yeah, he so should have taken. Probably not going to happen there, but he should have taken Riley, third right uh, away. Yeah, yeah. Once Riley hesitated, it was like, oh shit. Yeah, that's true. Game of inches, man. I mean, Turner. If you watch that replay, he misses the butt in the thigh, and he clips the foot, and he actually he ends up clipping the other foot as well, which is kind of like, well, how about that? Um, but I mean, hey, you you end up missing that, or Dansby does some weird leg stuff. You know, <laughs> I mean, you're. A disaster away from the run scores And you've got a runner safe at third And egg on your face Instead it's an incredible play by Turner To get two outs and change another inning Yeah Trev I got some numbers for you I want Jake too BBD too Everyone Jimmy Patrons numbers. too Jimmy Lytics? Uh No Straight okay. up straight up numbers Straight up numbers No Twelve. Lytics. I want to know if these are good or not Twelve games Right Twelve games Eleven hits In twelve games Eight walks in 12 games. Ten RBIs in 12 games. 365 batting uh, on base. 365 on base percentage. 9-1-1 OPS. Good or bad? Lean good. Belly. Yeah. Monkey off his back. A big home run is nice, but all the other stats throughout... Look good as well. It's not like, okay, well, he showed up in the good moment. No, Belly's been doing it, did it this whole series. That's the whole playoffs, I mean, whole playoffs. I, I, I love that. I mean, he's he's that guy. He's an MVP. We know he can do it. Um, and, yeah, like you kind of you, you expect that out of him. So I'm glad that he's doing it. It's scary for the Rays because uh, before this, the show started, Jake and I were talking. Like, it just seemed like Kike and came up big and – then obviously belly, but it just seems like they're going to score. 
Like they were going to score again. Like you're not going to hold that lineup down. It really feels like that team feels like the Astros in 2017. I reference this all the time. I used to say it's the biggest home field advantage when you play the Astros. It just felt like they were always going to fucking score. And this is, I get the same feeling from the Dodgers. Not that they're cheating, that they're just so fucking good that you as an offense have to keep scoring. And then defensively, you have to do your best to limit big innings. Like one runs okay, but three, four is not going to be okay. That's going to be the biggest challenge for the Rays is to keep up with the Dodgers offense. And Belly is a huge part of that. Kike with the pinch hit home run Again, Roberts hitting the button It's a semi-obvious button Jock's got pretty bad numbers versus lefties But for Kike to go yard uh, And, you know, mean face the whole way around the bases In the dugouts, that ties it up And then, yeah, Belly Belly is having a really nice postseason He needed that after a couple rough ones Kind of a tough regular season for him, too Last year's MVP hit six for these Dodgers uh, that's kind of demented. Like his defense had been the story for Belly. He hits a game-winning home run in a game seven, uh, huge for him. And yeah, I've, look, I was going through his stats earlier. He's getting a lot of walks, which you like that. Um, you know, take that walk, pass the baton to either Pollock or whoever's behind you. Don't try to force it. Don't try to chase. Play your game. Uh, eight pitch at bat, Roberts, or no, it was uh, Verducci when he was interviewing Roberts after the game. He goes. Both of your team's home runs today came on eight pitch at bats. What's that say? Roberts was like, ah, guys have good at bats. Good at bats. <laughs> Back to you, Tom. Oh, um, Tom, Tom, Tom. Love him. Love him big time. Uh, I think Morgan, Morgan has a good point in the chat. Uh, it's about 70 plus games for the batters. You know, like it's midseason time, yeah. typically. Like, they should be feeling really good. Um, it'd be interesting. I mean, look, that's we're about to preview the World Series. Preview. The Dodgers offense is hot. Dodgers offense is hot, and they win. That's that's basically the bottom line. Hot here. takes. Hot Early. takes. <laughs> they score a lot of runs. What they else score you got more from, runs in the race. What else you got from this, Timmer? I had something else I was going to say, but I forget. Oh, is that Jock and Brewster are, are the best bench squad I've seen in a mm. long time? Those two guys, Bruce Star's a showman. Jock's been going crazy. We didn't talk about how Belly hurt himself or he popped his shoulder out of his socket. Big Something story. that happens to him, I, I made that breakdown too. I just haven't laid the audio yet, but I found a clip of when it happened to him in 2019, diving for a play, and it popped right back in, and he hit a double the next inning. So I don't think it's really going to phase him. It's I, I played hockey with a kid whose shoulder popped out a lot. Seems like his shoulder pops out every now and then. Uh, they say once you do it once, it just it can keep happening. <laughs> yeah, I actually knew a guy who it, it, it would fall out so often that he had surgery to eventually just like because it was like, you know, loose. So I don't think he's at that level, but that sounds I don't so think you should like, be concerned about painful. it. He finished the game and he's had it happen mid game and finished it all the, later. But th- I've been saying this on the live streams, the celebrations, those forearm shivers that they give each other are too strong. They're hurting each other. Too strong. Like, it's too much testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to uh, just, like, high fives or whatever. Bellinger Jim. tells TMZ he's good, so that's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think, Jim, I mean, some some what to watch for in the upcoming si- series. Maybe using Brewstar in the early innings to get the outs and have him in the dugout going nuts. 
Yeah. Or or you just have him in the dugout and then you Ooh. send him out there, you know, when he needs to get loose. I mean, look, we talked about him firing the dugout up. He pointed the dugout. Yeah. He said, "Vamos, vamos." Was that like, how how to... close was that to the? I think that was the the inning after was the Kike homer. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. He basically I mean, Bruce Star struck out Austin Riley and looked at the dugout and said, uh, "Your fucking turn, bats." And then Kike hits a home run. Wow. And Kike, I don't think I've ever seen Kike mad or upset. Like he's usually very silly and having fun, but he hit that homer. Mm. And he looked possessed. Mm. Maybe that's a uh, a theory we could talk about. Did Emily possess him to get the Dodgers into Ooh, the World Series? Okay. Did that's... Rob Manfred inject him with a demon? Yeah. To hit a home run. Okay. We'll have to check that out. Okay. I like that theory a lot. Uh Two things I think we're missing from this. Ian Anderson gets the start. He looks good. He gets the second time through the lineup. Then he kind of gets clipped. We're, we're looking, you know, again, that's another Snicker thing. Will Smith, the pitcher, doesn't get used in this game. They had a couple other bullpen bodies, O'Day. Um, so, you know, in hindsight, that's tough. But, you know, Ion, he, he looked all right. Uh, maybe got a little too much asked of him with what he's done to also kind of deserve that. And the other thing we haven't mentioned, I mean, the Mookie Betts catch. Again, um, he's an absolute yep. monster. He's a game-changing monster on both sides of the ball uh, at the top of the fence. Crazy. I mean, you know. What- Is it weird that we had a few nonchalant, like, home run stealing grabs in the outfield? Pache did one, just, like, caught it and was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mookie catches one, whatever. Strange. Are people just getting that good now, or is there something in like Arlington? The fence is just perfect height. Did you see the one uh, from overseas that went viral this week? Uh, oh it was yeah, one he, of the Asian yeah. leagues, and the guy, <laughs> the hitter, fully rounded the bases. <laughs> but he got there. The guy's like, "No, sorry, dude. I caught that. I want more of it." I think Arlington just allows good center field play. Like I think Kike yeah. and Belly and Mukiri and. Um, if Renfro's out there, Jesus Christ, he's mm. going to run himself into the ground. Renfro's going to do that thing where horses, like, run themselves till they're dead mm. uh, in, in the Southfield. Mm. They're going to be like, calm down. Mm. The yeah, better we're going to see. Trout. I, I, think, I think we're going to see some amazing out. We already have in Arlington with Cody and Mookie. I think we're going to see and Pache. I think, I think it's just so deep um, that it just, you know, allows guys to um, go to Work. the full length of what they can do. So, I'm kind of excited for it. Like Kiermaier Cook. I guarantee right now, let's see. So, they traveled. Today's Monday? Today's Monday. Today's Monday. The Rays are out there right now practicing, feeling the stadium out, trying to get their bearings. This is a huge advantage for the Dodgers over the first couple games, knowing their surroundings, being comfortable there, knowing what the batter's eye looks like, knowing what pitches look like coming in those lights. I mean – it seems stupid, but it's a big deal to go into some place you've never been and just adjust to play a fucking World Series, dude. Mm. Like this, I, it's kind of an oversight by MLB not to have a neutral site for the World Series, allowing the Dodgers to play there for two series, right? They were there for – I mean, they've been there for two weeks now. Yeah. And the Rays having to come in after playing outside in San Diego, now you're coming in this, this um, retractable roof stadium that you've never been to. I think it's – is it going to be a, the difference in the series? I hope not. 
you know, you hope there isn't some weird outfield play where the ball they miss, they don't go to the right spot, and the ball bounces off, and you know everybody scores. I think that would be that would suck. Segwaying into the Rays a little bit, uh, if there's a team that's kind of built for it, I mean, Kiermaier set him up anywhere, and he'll figure it out. Uh, I do agree with that. Renfro, like Jimmy was saying, he's he's solid defensively. Margo, I'll I'll be interested. I know he had a wall play earlier this year. And we had a bunch of Padre fans reach out and we're like, ah, Manny Walls is back. So that's a little what to watch for early on. Yeah. Are you guys weirded out about the prediction from November 5th, 2016? I'm good on it. Yeah, I think that there's – like you were saying, Jim, about AA, Ron, like there's just – these come up all the time now. So now I'm, I'm desensitized to them. I searched to see if this guy was just a prediction guy. Wasn't. And I searched if there was anyone else also predicting, like, 2020 World Series. Not a lot. It's a good tweet. This is what we're going to do. If the Dodgers, gonna... if the Dodgers, if the if the Rays win four games to two. That'd be awesome. Do you think that this guy might be from the future? I He wouldn't hashtag future in it. Mm. He, would ha- he would hashtag present. Live. If he was from the future. Okay. What is the future? We should do look. Let's get a couple burners. Okay. Let's pick the teams who we think are going to be good the next couple of years. We'll throw a bunch of prediction tweets out there, but we won't tell anybody. And then as it gets closer and we see who's winning, we start to delete the ones that are wrong. And then, mm. boom! Someone googles it, searches for it, and you're there. There's a FIFA account that did that a long time ago. Uh, and then don't I tell anybody. I looked up. If anyone has been predicting the 2025 World Series, get ahead of this. Yeah. And the, I didn't realize that Orioles fans just call themselves the 2025 World Series champs. <laughs> That's like a meme. Adley season, baby. Yeah. Yes. 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 Like they, like a lot of Orioles fans on Twitter refer to themselves as Baltimore Orioles, comma, 2025 World Series champs. Gotta live for something. <laughs> so there's tons of those. You gotta have love hope, it. man. Gotta have hope. I'll tell yeah. you. All right, give me. Let's do this right now. How about this? We're on the show. show. The date is okay. October nineteenth, twenty twenty. We'll put these in. The Jakey, notes. I want you yeah. to give me your twenty twenty seven World Series champ. Twenty twenty seven. Okay, so by then the Martian is hitting his prime. Um, God. Wow. No idea, dude. Of course you'd go there. Braves Yankees. It's Braves Yankees. Me? Braves Yankees. Twenty twenty seven. Yeah. 2027. Seven years from now? I mean, the Braves window and the Yankees window, they'd be new windows. Completely new. Well-run organizations. I'll go uh, give me Tigers, Padres. Old Mm. Padres team. Old Padres. Fat fat Tatis, like DHing. 28-year-old Tatis. Yeah, but veteran veteran Tatis. He'll be on the Yankees by then. I got it. Here we go. Dodgers, Red Sox. The mm. Dodgers are going to continue to get to the World Series every year. They're just going to lose it every year. Heim has a plan. Ha- give Heim time. You heard it here first. On October 19, 2020, the Red Sox will win the World Series in 2027. Heim's already fired. <laughs> the fan base gets too impatient. They're not going to give him time. Hey, want to know It's great news? They just announced the World Series umps, and I don't know a lot of the names. Besides Las Diaz, he's behind the... Not tush. in your book. 
He's I like Laz. Laz. I like Laz. He's a gotta have Laz. He's a general out there. A little muscle. Uh, he's behind the dish. Game one, and then it goes okay. Todd Trick Titchener. Do you know him, Trev? Todd Titchener. Todd Titchener. I'd have to see his face. Uh, Jerry Meals is here. Yes. Jerry. Big game, Jerry Meals. Bill Miller's Jerry the crew chief. Ooh. I don't know Bill Miller. Do you? Oh, yeah. yeah he's good. Okay. He's good. Uh, who's this dude? Chris Guccione? Gooch. Oh, Gooch. Gooch is a really Guccione. good buddy. I really like him a lot. We used to see each other at the train park in um, Arizona. We'd bring our kids, and we'd hang out all the time. Okay. Gooch. Marvin Hudson? Ri- Ooh. Marv's good. Uh, and then Carlson, Mark Carlson. Yep. Okay. All good. It's a good crew. Huge. Nice. Big good time. crew. Big time. Angel snubbed again. Sucks. Yeah, man. no Buckner, no Wes, no Hernandez. Damn. It's good. You don't want to see those guys there. This is a little inside John Boy Media. If the Marlins win in 2022, me and Chapin are going to have a weird night. We've been predicting that since we were like middle school losers. Just putting it into the ether. Wait, what? Yeah. Marlins 2022. 2022 Marlins. Since middle school, you've been. Yeah, we went on like a Boston Duck Tour trip and we were like screaming it around the streets of Boston because we were little (laughs) pathetic losers. (laughs) I didn't know you and Shape went back that far. Yeah, weird. More than Jim and Shape? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Oh, it changes everything. I met Jake. I met Jake freshman year of high school. Now I officially hate Jake. Me and Chapin have a weird, uh, like, middle school best friends. Still good friends in high school. Turned against me a little bit. We get highly competitive. Like, never actually, but like, it's a weird. It's a lot of love. Wow. A little bit of hate. Yeah. Okay. A lot of love. Save it for the movie. World Series. All right. What's the what's the pitching matchups now? The the Rays have a huge advantage being able to rest everyone. They get a huge advantage being able to rest everyone for two days. They're relievers. Um, I like the Rays starters. I was gonna say I like the Rays starters more than Dodgers, but I. This is a bullpen series now with off days back in the mix. I think this is a bullpen series. And and then you can play it more straight up, which I don't know who it favors, to be honest with you. Like the 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 Rays can go glass now, Snell, Morton. One, two, three. Um and they can unload their best bullpen game one and game two, off day, game three. Uh, the fourth pitcher will be Yarbrough for the Rays, if, unless they want to do a bullpen day. The Dodgers are going to go what? Bueller, Kershaw, Uri- Urias. It's either, from what I've seen, it's either Kershaw, Bueller on short rest, Urias, May Gonsolin, and then back to Kershaw, Bueller, Urias. Uh, the other option would be Kershaw, Bullpen day, which probably makes sense with the off day after that. And then you'd have Bueller extra day of rest game three, Urias, May Gonsolin bullpen, Kershaw, Bueller six and seven. I like bullpen day game two. Makes sense, right? With the off day right after. you're going to have the off day, yeah. And then you have three in a row, so you guarantee. And you give that blister an extra day for Walker. I like yeah. that. Hold on a sec. Got to plug this bad boy in. Um, Trev got really excited to say something. He pivoted away. Now he's back. Well, you know, 
we're talking about Kershaw. We're talking about hold on. Okay. Reholding. <laughs> I like I like boy, you know. I like the Dodgers pitching better. Ooh. But there's some lefties in there, and we know that the Rays have some lefty crushers. That's true. It's true. It's going to be interesting. I mean, look, I, I know we can talk about – we're trying to figure out who's going to win and preview, but I really, man, this thing is just up in the air. The Rays it's hit so, so bad so against closely Houston's young aligned. staff. Statistically, the Dodgers have the better bullpen, the better bullpen ERA than the Rays. Um, I think the Rays have a more top-heavy, like better elite bullpen guys than the Dodgers do. But, you know, if you can put May and Gonsolin in your pen and kind of get some length out of them, that that changes a lot. And then we've seen Kenley be good. We've seen Nick Anderson be not good. He needs some rest. And then I think he'll come back better. That's got to be a little scary for for Cash, thinking like, "Hey, man, I put uh, Nick in some high leverage situations here, and hasn't turned out well." Aaron Loop. I think show. he still trusts him very much. But yeah, but well, I mean, okay, what what starting pitching do you like more, Bueller, Kershaw, Urias, uh, May, or Framber, McCullers, or Kitty, Granky? I, I mean. I'm, Bueller changed everything for me, but I I think the Astros pitched really well. They, yeah, they well, I'm trying to figure that out because the Rays didn't hit those guys at all. I know. Yeah. So if the Dodgers are well, a I, step up, who I think knows? Framber's definitely elevated himself. Granky's got you know a resume of resume, and McCullers kind of a coin flip, but kind of good. Um, I don't know. You do you do have to be worried about the Rays hitting. Uh, they're going to be seeing all these yes. guys for the first time. Trev, you said it, and and we kind of we were flip flopping during the series a little bit because yeah, uh, you know Brasso who didn't have a good CS, he mashes against lefties. Arozarena, he hits everyone now. You know it's uh, the Rays the Rays lineup versus right-handed pitching. Uh, you know it kind of emphasized Austin Meadows more. It it should emphasize Brandon Lau. Hopefully, he can bounce back. G Man had a really good series, and with Randy hitting both sides. Um, I don't know, and then it becomes interesting. Does Urias find himself in the super bullpen role? Because um, then you might want to save Mikey Brasso for that matchup. So it's it's going to be interesting little chess matchup. I'm for the Rays, man. You know those first two games, Glass now Snell. They're going to ask five innings for them. Yeah, I don't like that. And then go to their good guys. Um, Won't you like that? Because everyone's making me upset about Glass now. Yesterday, like Carabas treated like Glass now or Kershaw's going to get a ring. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, why are we treat? I don't understand the way Glass now is being treated. It's like, <laughs> if any Yankee pitcher had his line, people would be like, another Yankee choking in the postseason, gave up ten earned runs in four games. That Glass now stuff. He can't pitch in the postseason. The Yankees always have duds, but because he's a Ray. And has good stuff. Like people are saying, he's been bad in the postseason, and everyone's acting like he's been a stud, and it's pissing me off, and I don't understand it. And I feel like I'm being pranked by all of the baseball community because people were tweeting out yesterday, like, Glass now, game one, this is going to be epic. Like, what are you talking about? He has not been good. I think they're tweeting out from like an entertainment standpoint. Um, you're right. People do go too far on the good stuff, and Karabi's trying to push a glass now is the hottest thing. I think Karabas is trying to get in with glass now, so he's pushing that front. Um, 
Yeah, man. I mean, it's going to be put up or shut up, and he has been blah at best this postseason. So interested. I, look, in th- you saying he's he's been bad, and people are saying he's good. That's the way I feel about his look. Like people say, he's yeah. just the prettiest guy in baseball, and I've been on the other side, being like, I don't know. He's just doesn't really do it for me. But back to baseball, it's I agree look. with you, Jim. Like you're 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 spot on about this. Does he have the stuff every day to go out there and throw a no hitter? Yes. But you could say that about a lot of guys. It's all about results. What are you going to do for me? Yeah. What I will say about the Dodgers rotation and how the Rays might be able to take advantage of it is they're more traditional pitchers. You know, like they're more guys you see every day, whereas the the Astros pitching staff is different. Like they're like Framber is like a different type of pitcher. Hard to game plan for Framber because he adds and subtracts so much and can He's just a different look. Grinky ah. obviously is the same way. A different kind of pitcher. Hard to game plan for a 60-mile-an-hour curveball and then a changeup that's 91 and a fastball that's 88. It's weird. McCullers, all curveballs in the shadows. Tough. Dodgers are more traditional. You have Walker throwing cheese up there. That's going to be difficult for them, but it's more of what you see every day. Kershaw, another lefty. He's got the 12-6, but he's, you know, they, these guys are more regular type of pitchers. Are they elite regular pitchers yes but you can game plan against them in my opinion more than you can against the astro starters so i'm i'm thinking that could be something we'll see like hey yeah they struggled against the astros but i think it was because one the shadows were tough and two they're just they're difficult to game plan against yeah we wonder how much the ballpark changes like i i do think the dodgers have a a big advantage. I, I said this when they made the schedule. Yes. They've been playing there for uh, 20 days straight. They've been doing workouts there, taking fly balls, like doing BP with the sights and everything for, is it 20 days? What are we at? October yeah. October 19th and the World Series, the playoffs started on the 28th. So, But that was wild cards were home. So, yeah, okay, you're, you're in the ballpark. They've been there for a while. A couple weeks. They have. They you- feel cozy there. Um, yeah, I'd imagine today they're trying to do as best they can, maybe even seeing some live BP, like having someone throw off the mound to them, whatever they yeah. can do. Yeah, just the eye but lines dude, and the sights and the depths and, and all that. Like the Your Rays take gotta... on glass now spot on, dude. You know, I, I tried to kind of hold you back on it a little bit. As I said, give this guy some time. Like, look, yeah, maybe he had one or two bad starts, but he hasn't been bad, but he hasn't been what people make him out to be. Yeah, I, it's not like an, I'm not trying to like bring down glass now. It's like the public, pers- what MLB Network and every other <laughs> place I look at. That's like, true. what are you guys watching? It's because he looks like the Peaky Blinders guy. That's and when it. he throws a good pitch, it's the prettiest. It's nice. Like, like I, yeah. the stuff is otherworldly. But yeah, if, if like you know, so I'll give Tanaka you that on glass or Severino now, you're had these snow. lines. How about that? I don't know. How, Snell's weirding me out because he's the complete opposite of Glass. Now he looks awful, but he gets good results. <laughs> like during the games, you're like, man, Snell doesn't look good today. His stuff and isn't he's not it, like a super attractive guy. His, they kind of are exact opposite. His stuff Lefty. isn't there, and then Snell hasn't allowed like a run. Like he's getting results. So it's uh, yeah, it's a little flip. So maybe I need to come down on the Snell a little bit and uh, and just look at results. Hey, and I, I think the bigger how about thing, Urias for. Who would be game seven for the? Would it be Urias, 
and Morton three and seven. Is that how? No, nah, they go Bueller one one four seven now. Did or one, one three four, seven. seven. You one, go. Three, you seven. can go the one. Is there enough? Is there enough? Bueller's not ready for game one. Oh. Bueller would be two on short rest and then six. I I think Bueller's either. I think Bueller would be three and seven. I think so would Morton. Okay. So Bueller and Morton three and seven. I think so. Morton is a guy. I think the 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 dark horse MVP candidate for the Reyes. Like, if yeah. there's, if there's a guy you want on the bump in a high pressure game. It's Charlie Morton, who seems like he just is throwing another backyard wiffle ball game. And that's kind of the game three thing. This is the new setup we're seeing that teams are, you know, kind of looking at these pivot games. The Rays are probably sitting there saying, hey, Snell Glass now, let's win one of them. You know, those guys are studs. And then we got Charlie Morton, who's been lights out. If you're the Dodgers, you probably say the same thing and say, let's have Walker for game three. Um, what did Morton do against the Dodgers in 2017? Ooh. Oh, let me find it for you. Jim's on it. I'm on it. Um, and yeah, we need so. that. We need that. Just finishing up on Glass now, Snell, you know what? I think nobody's going to give a damn about what either of them have done because now they're in the World Series. So if Glass now goes and drops Dick, good. If he gets knocked around, oh, boy, I think people will get loud. Same with Snellegrand. Game four, 6.1 innings pitched, one earned run, only three hits. Game seven, four innings pitched, one earned run, only two hits. I'm guessing he was on short rest. Elimination game? He's been pretty good. Four to seven. And he didn't start that. He came out of the bullpen behind, um, would it be McCullers? The freak. Yeah. Handcuff leashes. Man, that's a that's a that's a cool storyline. You know, Dodgers trying to. I mean, he basically shut him out. Mm-hmm. And he's still doing. I mean, he's like an ageless wonder. Let me see what that Dodgers lineup was. I'm interested for myself. That he faced. Yeah, Quentin saying he closed that game out in dominating fashion. Thank you for that language yeah. right there, Quentin. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm looking at game four when he went six innings pitch. The Dodgers he faced then was Chris Taylor, Corey Seager, Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, Yasiel Puig, mm-hmm. Logan Forsyth, Austin Barnes, Jock Peterson, and Kike. So a lot of the same guys. A lot you of the names. Mookie, you take out Puig. Mookie's got the scouting report on all these guys, Trev, coming over from Boston. Yeah, and Blake is saying Mookie 300-plus average against Morton Snell and Glasnow for what it's worth. It's worth something. It's worth something. Seen if Mookie goes off, if Mookie goes off, it's going to be a tough series for the Rays. Rosarena. That's what I'm saying. We have the, the yeah. American Randy Rosarena if he goes off. That one I'd... I mean, dude, if Randy Rosarena has a big game one, like you're playing with straight dynamite. Like, almost can't pitch to him at all. God. What a Cider Randy Rosarena wins the World Series, gets a sponsorship from 1 800 Flowers. Ooh. Is that even wow. a thing anymore? I think so. Add. Yeah, for sure. Whatever. Add. All right. I think we're good. I think we got everything covered. Do you got? have anything else you want to do? We got, Jim. Um, Dodgers. Ooh. You think we're going Sev? I was about to do like a real bad hot take. Ooh. Oh no! Love it. Don't you BBD, dare play say the real it. bad Don't hot take button noise. Here it is. Yep. I've got stuff. Okay. I was gonna do a Colin Cowherd level hot take. Okay. 
It doesn't count, but I want to hear you say it. It doesn't count. It doesn't count unless it's right. I'll give you full permission. If the Rays win the World Series, I think it's bad for baseball. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. I think more owners are going to be like, well, the Dodgers spend so much money and they don't win. And every owner is going to say, sign us up for the cheapest fuck plan. Yeah. And then money's going to be bad. And the They've C- already the said CBA that. Is yeah, they're already in on that. They're already there. It's going to stamp it. If the Dodgers win, if the Dodgers win, it'll be like, you need to spend money. No. Baseball. You get superstars. That's my Colin Cowherd hot take. I thought it was me worse than that. I, I, yeah. we've talked about this. Before. I think that's real. Like, look, I think that's live. The, the, I'll tell you who does. I, I tell you who's rooting for the Dodgers is the MLBPA. They gotta be yeah. right, like because of exactly what you said, like these platoon matchups and only paying guys the minimum and here and there spending a little bit of money, being very frugal but being smart. Is, I mean, you don't want all the teams to try to do that. And we talked about this before. Also, the more teams that try to tank and do these things, the less advantage you have. So it, it, there's a whole. And look where all these guys are coming from. Look, give kind, give kind some time. Um, you know, Heim. He's from Tampa. Um, you know, I think all the owners are already doing this. When all the Yankees fans tweet out there, I think we should sign Bauer, Real Mudo, and this guy. I think the Steinburners go to Cashman and say, "Well, Tampa's beating you with a fourth of the payroll." I want that. Sign me you up. Want me for to that. go to Wall Street Journal on you guys? So right you guys now? agree with me? You just think it's already? I happened. think it's already live. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. With, it's already happening. Wall Street Journal take here is that okay. baseball is mirroring the U.S. economy. The here middle class is getting pushed away, and we are seeing the elites Heavy. and the minimum wage guys taking over the game. You're going to have the platoons where you're only going to pay league minimum. Then you're going to you're going to supplement your roster with some big, heavy talent. The middle the middle of the pack guys, they're going to be non-tender. They're going to have to play for cheaper. It's, it's, it's not great for the players' union, the way things are going right now. Trev, can I ask you a question? Who do you got in this series? I mean, we all know I picked the race. Right. Um, it's but you live in LA and the over, and you want to be able to walk around your neighborhood. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't care about that. Yeah, you okay. will when I mobilize an army of kids with spitballs. Because like so there are there are cool gates anymore. to my neighborhood. <laughs> How about that, James? Spit, spitballs are so not cool anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, spitballs are freaking out. Chemical warfare. Spitballs are out. That sucks. Uh, yeah. It just hurt me I deep think inside. I think it's the Rays, and they got a hit. The Rays, and they got a hit. Okay. Um. And they got to, and they got to have good defense. I mean, like all the things the Rays do well, they have to really do those things. You can't, you can't get into a slugathon with the Dodgers. Ooh. You can get into a pitchathon with them, a defenseathon with them, but you have to score enough. Obviously, but the main thing they have to do is pitch and play good defense. Mm. Which that's what they do. Five games, four games. Who do you got, Race. Cash or Roberts? If you wanted the manager, Cash. Well, Dusty outmanaged Cash last time, but I want Cash. Did he? <laughs> Had a plan every night. You're on the you're on the Dusty train. I every get night. it. I get it. I get it. No, I do think he mismanaged Snell. Who would you rather have? 
Me? Yeah. Even I enjoyed playing Dave. for cash. I did. Okay. Yeah, but I what about times you let the inmates run the asylum a little bit too much? But that's kind of the formula there. What about cash though? Our time, or Roberts? I meant. It's our year. Our year. Somebody said. I, I don't. I have. I have no experience with Roberts really. Uh, but from all accounts, great guy. You know, he's smart. I think he's. I, this year is our year. This is our year. This year is our year. This is our year. Yeah. I don't know. This is our year. He's smart, but he's got to trust being smart and not like have blind faith. Mm. And I think he made that adjustment last night. How about that? I think the the Rays' plan with off days is easier to formulate in my head. Like, you have three stud relievers. You have three pitchers. You have Yarbrough for the fourth. And then the middler. Like, like it, I think it's easier to put on paper than the Dodgers. I I have that in a plus and a minus column, Jim. Me too. Me too. Because I... I have this series going seven. I have the Dodgers in seven. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a similar path as the Braves series. I think you might see the Dodgers go down 2-1, potentially 3-1 with these Rays pitchers. But I think these Dodgers bats are just different. I mean, Bellinger's batting six hole. Who's who's doing that for the Rays on a given night? You know, Adamas? Uh, someone hey, like that. Hey, hey. It, they don't, hey, really nice ball player. But I mean, we're talking the guy who won the NL MVP last year. So uh, I think the Dodgers, the more they get to see Anderson, Fairbanks, and Castillo, I think the second time around for Glass now, who's basically a two pitch pitcher, second time around for Snell, who has trouble getting into the fifth. I think what's going to be interesting for me and I, what I think Tampa Bay can use to their advantage is going to be trusting some of the other guys earlier in the series. Get Loop out there. Get Thompson Ooh. out there so that when it's game seven, it's not these guys' fourth time seeing, uh, you know, Anderson. It's not their fourth or fifth time seeing Castillo. Uh, but I do think the Rays are going to do that because you got to use your best guys. And I think uh, the Dodgers' lineup and depth is just too, too much. Um, we're going seven. Doyers. I just watched, uh, they tweeted out the video of when we fake Trev into thinking the Braves tied mm. it, and your face light up, and then your face drop are both, like, this is really funny. Elite. Elite. That was fucked up. I got a hot take. But you, you admit, you understand take? we had to do it. Hot take. Hot take, Trev. Got a hot take. Got a hot take. And I don't really even know why I have this take. I just thought about it. Okay. Huge. Huge. The team that wins game one will win the World Series. Wow. I just, I, it's, wow. It's the momentum thing, man. Wow. Like getting that first dub and then kind of going from there. I think once the first game is over, the managers will have a really good idea of what they're going to do in the next couple games. Uh, who has, who, who's, who's home field? Dodgers? Yeah. So they, okay. So they are home team two and then Rays three for home, their home team three games and the Dodgers two games at home. Okay. Yep. The Rays sneak out game one. I think it's, I think they got a really good chance. Pretty huge. That doesn't make any sense what I just said. Yeah. But I, I love I, it. I do though. believe that. I do I believe love that. It. Fire take pod. 
I just uh, what'd you do? I googled like I wanted to find out how many times does the team that wins the first game um, <laughs> win the World Series, and I came across sixty nine percent. I came across some data that's just like, why did you put this on paper? Mm. But it made cool. It says, uh, you know, well, uh, one hundred and five times a series has started one zero. For sure. With one team winning. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, that's what it says here. Percentage of times this game situation has happened, 100%. Yeah, has to. Yeah. Required. It is kind of cool to know to that um, uh, three to three, it's 31% chance that it goes game seven in the World Series. Okay. I think with how baseball is being played. The lowest is um, four to one. Week. Only 25% of mm-hmm. World Series have been won four, five games, four to one. Weird. I don't know. I'm reading this ESPN article, and I don't know if this is like a joke thing or something, but sure. it says the Dodgers have a 69.8% chance to win the World Series. I don't know how they come up with that. Nice. Whatever, but Bullshit. that team is fucking hot. Well, yeah. 63% of the time, the team that wins game one wins the World Series. What is it? 63? 63.8. Hot take, baby. Okay. It's in the realm. Uh, I think more importantly, Joe Buck is calling a, a game every day between... Uh, yesterday and October 29th. Football and World Series. Football and World Series. So, busy. Oh, October 26th, he has off Monday. So, his wife's going to make him rake the leaves. Trev's travel day, right? Potentially. If it goes to six, soft. Soft. All right. That's it. We love you guys. Appreciate you. Enjoy the baseball. Enjoy no baseball tonight. Little off day. And then we got baseball every night besides the off days. So, Mm. I mean, scratch Rogers strike at minus one ninety to win the World Series. Mm. Their offense is so much better. If the if the Rays can do defense like they did against the Astros, that's their biggest weapon, I think. Give me some Rays funny business. Four man outfield checkout sequence coming out tomorrow. Five talking man about the four man. Oh, outfield. the one thing I found. Interesting was the Rays only wore one uniform the whole entire championship series, and it was the same uniform every single time. They wore the different hat. Different hats, but they're not wearing their all-white home, or they're not wearing their all-like gray or all-blue, whatever their way is. They're wearing alternatives every single game, which someone asked someone else on Twitter, another player. Was it you, Trev? Or was it Mm. Husey? I don't know who it was. And they were like, well, usually the pitchers can decide, but maybe they just want – maybe, I don't know – I wonder if anyone's asked why they're only wearing that uniform. I don't know. Yeah, it's always the the pitcher's call, which is another stupid rule that the pitchers have. But well, they're a bunch of prima <laughs> donnas. Um, oh, of course they are. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. See you guys. Go check out my article. Trevor Plouffe. Make the algo. Dad's this.